This is Ainsley Randall, owner of Jax's Rad, and you're listening to Radcast. Today, I got my host with us, T. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's cracking, y'all? T here. Um, really glad to be in, in Ainsley's grandma's little sunroom in uh, greater Jacksonville area. Me and her are going to interview Mr. Elliot Skipper. Super glad to have you here today, boss. Stoked being here. Thanks for having me. What do you think about the sunroom? Um, it's interesting. I I like it. I I feel comfortable here. Could I think. you live here? I I don't know. No, I could not. I feel like I'm at my grandmother's house, which is what it is. Is a grandmother's so house, good. but that's okay. Yeah. Feels really good to me. I feel like it's the most. It's pretty much the most homey living room we've ever done a podcast in ever. And the most relevant, she's got like all these little sailing knickknacks and whatnot. Yeah, all over tons the walls. of sailing memorabilia. <laughs> we are uh, here to me and Ansley are here today with uh, Mr. Elliot Skipper, and he's going to be the youngest person to sail in the Golden Globe race of 2022, which is which is solo race around the world. Yeah. And we're just really stoked to have you in Jacksonville, man. Yeah, it's been so good being here already in Jacksonville. Thanks for having me. I didn't know who Elliot Skipper was. Probably wouldn't know about who the hell you were if it, if you didn't move How back here. So I just met him at at T Dubs one night. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah, I moved here. I moved back to Jacksonville in January this year. Yeah. So I'm pretty new, relatively. But you're um, you're you're from Florida. Born and raised in Florida. Yeah, born and raised. Not born and raised in Florida. Yeah, well, raised in Florida. Born born in the great state of Kentucky. We're going back country in Kentucky. But I left God's country up there when I was a wee baby. Only a year old. So I moved down to Tampa. And then all my extended family actually lives here in Jacksonville, or a lot of them. And so I grew up visiting Jacks all the time, going to the beach out here. Always kind of had a special place in my heart. And before college, um, or my attempt at college, I gave a summer whirl out here in Jacksonville. Um, stayed right here in Jack's Beach area with my best friend Troy. Troy What's up, Troy? Shout out to Troy. Yeah, Troy D'Alessandro. Yeah. I know all of you out Not there know him, so. <laughs> Not a sponsor. <laughs> but yeah, and then so I lived out here for summer and kind of always knew this is a place that I would love to come back to. and check out and try to live again and yeah and here i am i moved here in january has it changed a lot since um left and came back yeah well i think my perspective has changed more than anything i mean i was just 18 uh, and yeah i mean now i'm like actually on the beach and before i was living at troy's parents house in ponte Vedra. it's a little different got to meet a whole different group of people jack's yeah. beach jack's beach <laughs> jack's baby beach. Garrett. <laughs> Shout out to Garrett. Um, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's definitely changed in a good way from my perspective. I think now here the the best thing that I've noticed is the community is incredible here. Like everyone just cares about each other. Yeah, homies. Yeah, homies. And like all sorts of people. Like I was living in San Francisco for about four or five years and you know, it's just, it's very different because Jacksonville, everybody hangs out with everybody, Every, like all different walks of life. Like you walk into Pete's bar and you have every different stereotype you can imagine, but everyone's right. hanging out together, like shooting, you know. Peter's yeah. by the sea, man. Yeah, it's great. It's like, 
you know, and all of my friend group now is full with musicians and artists and and also not musicians and artists. We have a lot of people doing kind of normal day jobs too and all sorts of different things and everyone's like cool with each other versus what I noticed in San Francisco, if you weren't a part of the same crowd, there was almost like your enemies, it seemed. Like there was You were living yeah. in yeah. California right before you moved here, right? Right. I was living in San Francisco before here. So yeah. God, what a place. Yeah. Do you prefer do you prefer Jacksonville over California? Um, I feel like the the, <laughs> that's usual, a tough question. Yeah. the usual is like people will just leave here, leave Jacksonville, right. and leave Florida, you know, people like who've got something going on because they don't feel that like inspiration or like that support so they'll go to a a city like LA or they'll go to New York and they'll like seek that support out in those bigger cities like why did you come yeah yeah well I think I did that when I left uh school and in Tallahassee I was like gotta go to California I've never been I want to do more surfing I want to learn to sail I want to do all these different things that California promised like all the you know beautiful places you could go and all the beautiful people that you, you know, assume and dream about. And so, yeah, I gave it a shot, and I, I loved it. I, I think San Francisco will always have a, a, you know, a place in my heart. And, yeah, I just think it's a little unpractical for me and my situation now, yeah. which is preparing for this race. So, yeah. Uh, just a short light note that we probably should have mentioned earlier. <laughs> uh, we're interviewing Elliot. Because he is entering the, he is in, he's in the Golden Globe race for 2022. And he's back in Jacksonville and he's raising money to be. The youngest sailor. Yeah, the youngest sailor in the race. Oh my God. Baby. (laughs) Elliot, can you like just touch on what that race is? What, I mean, what it's about? It's, It's like, it's inspired by the race that happened in 1968. Yeah. Yeah, correct. So the Golden Globe race, um, start, the first one was in 1968. And at the time, nobody had ever sailed nonstop around the world solo. And this guy put together a huge prize purse and said, you know, first person to do this starting in this month, um, you can start anytime. And you have to go all the way around the world via the Southern Cape. So that's starting in France going south all the way through the Atlantic and then eastward under South Africa, Australia, New Zealand, under South America, and then back up the Atlantic. And um, there's several people who entered the race and only one finished. His name was Robin Knox Johnson. Wow. Yeah, um, a British fellow um, who's still around. And He's alive ex- still? Yeah, I'm ex- I get to meet him uh, Yeah, next year no at way. the beginning of the race. Yeah. How long does it take to prepare for this race? Um, you know, most people <laughs> have been preparing, you know, especially in 1968, people were preparing for years and years. You know, this was a huge thing. You know, a lot of people spent a lot of time. Some people built their boats from scratch. Wow. You know, that's, there's a lot of different types of boats that entered that first race. But in 2018, you know, um, this guy, Don McIntyre, who is running the race now, uh, was inspired by the 68 race and is doing a replica race. And that's what this one is. So 2018 was the next Golden Globe race inspired by the 68, which means so it's cool. a retro-style race now, which uh, essentially what technology was available on the 68 race is only is the only stuff we're allowed to use in today's race. So 
Don was kind of sick and tired of rich millionaire yachts, you know, like the, you know, maybe I won't mention those crazy races, but yeah, those races, like the Von D Globe and, you know, Whip Red, you can, you can be a millionaire and buy a million dollar boat and sail it, True. you know, and, you know, carbon fiber, all these high tech things, but, um, Don had this idea and this vision of bringing back like old school sailing on small production size boats. So um, this so race what's means. The, what's the year? Like, what's the oldest the boat sailboat can be that you can buy to race in this race? Um, you can go as old as long as it's fiberglass made and it's 32 to 36 feet okay. long. So it could be a brand new boat as long as it's like a certain. It can be a brand new boat as long as designed before 1988. Yeah. Whoa. But okay. so that's extremely rare. So eighty-eight, okay. you're tick. Yeah. Tick mark, right? Yeah. Eighty-eight's the tick mark. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Rad. And you you said you started in France, mm-hmm. and you're going. What is the route from France? Yeah, France south through the Atlantic. You have to round some little islands off the coast of Brazil. Like, okay. Well, way off the coast of Brazil, and then you turn eastward, uh, southeast towards South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little. There's three layovers in the race, and the first one is in South Africa near Cape Town. Doing like interviews and stuff. Yep, yep. They bring a little boat upside of you. Uh, you're not allowed to go on land because the whole thing is supposed to be nonstop. Okay. And uh, unassisted. Yeah, wow. it's basically a big tease. Three teases. So the first one's South Africa. The second one is in Australia, where they do the same thing. You know, another media coverage, and they stick a bunch of cameras in my face and. But I get to wow. FaceTime family and stuff for the first time, which would be nice. And then there's another one in South America after Cape Horn. So after South Africa, you sail, you know, through the Southern Ocean to the southern part of Australia, where we'll swing in there and do another little interview. Mm-hmm. And they'll do, you know, you know, I'm not allowed to get more um, food or water or anything like you know extra sails in case something ripped or anything goes wrong I have to be able to do every everything on the boat that I start with mm-hmm. yeah that's the only stuff I'm allowed to have I'm not allowed to have assistance basically okay. so and then after Australia I go to South America and round Cape Horn and there'll be another checkpoint on the other side of Cape Horn and then back up the Atlantic to France yeah. yep cool okay and so as far as technology goes mm-hmm. like I, I've never been on a goddamn sailboat in my life mm-hmm. I mean how do you how do you know where the hell you're going yeah that's a great question so normally today's you know time you would use a GPS and a chart plotter and a backup GPS and you know you have all these different ways of knowing where you are mm-hmm. and um, but in this race you're not allowed to use that there's pretty much no electronics allowed. Like, I'm not even allowed to have a CD player. I have to have a tape player if no I want music. Yeah, well, on tape. So if you have tapes out there, please cassette. send them to, to my address. Yes. You can use this cassette? I can use cassettes. But, you know, I'm I can't. I'm sending you all the Sabbath okay. on cassette. Oh, all the Sabbath <laughs> will be necessary. Wow. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, just cassettes. Oh, my Lanta. Yeah. Yo, you're going to be levitating to, like, Diana Ross. I know. Like, the I'm, that's the Australia. goal is to be levitating <laughs> by the end of this trip. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, you know, I can't use iPhones and or anything like that. Um, but how I will be navigating and knowing where I am is a sextant, which is um, a really interesting looking tool. Um, you've probably seen them on a bunch of crappy pirate movies or whatever. Um, but essentially, you're just measuring the angle of a celestial body to the horizon. 
to where you are using a fixed point. So way over my head, I couldn't even like get through pre-algebra. You know, <laughs> I know. It's actually not that hard. You could learn it pretty quick. Mm -hmm. sure, but what's yeah. hard is like being on a small boat in the middle of the ocean, trying to like time exactly to the second of the horizon to. Yeah, it's just it's like a bouncing yeah. act, but you get used to I it. I guess it's like the whole time you have to keep your focus too. When you're sailing, like, is there any downtime at all? Oh yeah, there's like... there's a ton of downtime, actually. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I so the race is very long, and since I'm on a very slow boat, it takes a long time, and that. How long is this gonna like take? It'll take me six to nine months, anywhere in oh, between that. Bless. Yeah, so that's yeah. There's a lot of downtime in six to nine months on a sailboat. Um, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, definitely levitating to, you know, Diana Ross. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the end goal. Yeah, I would, I would assume so. Wow, so. I'm going to find you so many cassettes. That's so sick. I did not know that yeah. you could have cassettes on that boat. Yeah. Got a... Sometimes I've chatted with you. We talk about whatever the hell the sexton is. <laughs> No, no, no talk of cassettes. That is freaking a vibe right there. And I yeah. More about I'm so excited about that. I'm like, forget food and water, man. We can have cassettes. You can get anywhere. <laughs> Six and nine months. <laughs> um, so holy Toledo. Okay, so, so how much money do you need to raise by... Because you need to be in France. What month do you need to be in France by? Yeah, so the race starts first week of September of 2022. Okay. Which means I have to be in France and, yeah, by... I'm, my goal is to be there end of June or July. Um, just so I can have time to, like, you know, retweak things as after the crossing of the Atlantic. Um, I'm sure some things will go wrong and need to, you know, update some things. And then also there's a bunch of events that I... I'm required to go to through the race. And, wow. Okay. So, so do you have to say about money to begin this? Um, or like... Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. The whole race costs... I mean, even though the idea is to level the playing field yeah. to be out, you know, if you have a million dollars, it's not going to help you win the race. But um, you have, have to have you, some money. How much money <clears throat> did you need to enter the race? Right. Just, um, for, the just for the application fee was about $5,000. Okay. And yeah, and then the registration fees another 10 to 12 <clears throat> okay so what what's the what's the total amount of money raised that yeah you're looking at um my budget i'm trying to is is around 150,000, which is probably half of what every other person is aiming for okay um cool <clears throat> yeah from scratch I'm trying to do it on a shoestring budget yeah but Shoe i think if i can get budget. it under i think if i get anywhere over seventy-five thousand, i could probably squeak my Make way in there yeah yeah which is fine. That's typically how I work things in my life. So. And so you've got this fundraiser that's that's happening yeah. at Southern Swells. On yeah. The fifth. The, the sixth. sixth. Yeah. The, the sixth. sixth. The sixth. Mm -hmm. Nobody show up on the fifth. <laughs> yeah, don't go on the fifth. That's my fault. Yeah. This is gonna it. confuse some the jackass sixth. for sure. <laughs> it's on the sixth. The sixth of June is your fundraiser at Southern Swells. What time is it at? Um, four to seven. And is that the first fundraiser you're doing? It will be. It'll be the first fundraiser. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool beans. We'll have to keep in the loop. How could like people like keep in the loop for like other fundraisers yeah. or like mm -hmm. things that you're doing for that race to prepare for that race? I do have a website. It's Elliot Skipper. That's E L L I O T T. Two L's, two T's. ElliotSkipper.com. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um. Yeah. There'll be updates on that, and there'll be updates on my social media. 
and do you have Instagram or like Facebook? That's yeah, stuff like that's yeah. If you look up Elliot Skipper, okay, uh, GGR, which is Golden Globe Race, GGR okay. 2022. That's <laughs> GGR. Yeah, I'm GGR, like... Golden Globe Race. <laughs> <laughs> GGR. Yeah. Like but yeah, if you just talk. look that up on Instagram, it should pop up and same with Facebook. Okay. All right. Cool beans. Elliot Skipper. Elliot Skipper. Okay. So your last name is your your last name, like your like name on your birth certificate. Is it is it Skipper? That's like crazy. Yeah. It's actually Skipper. not Skipper. It's Smith. Um, but my oh, mom. Yeah. I know. It's a little bit <laughs> let down. But so I've been trying to. Let's just change. The yeah. Class. I've been thinking about. Yeah. Well. <laughs> It does have some significance. I'm not totally just like being annoying. That is just like the coolest, like yeah, possible. Yeah, that would be too Skipper. cool. But yeah, my cool. my mom's maiden name is Skipper, so that's, so that's kind of where that's so yeah, sick. it's a little I bit know. more exciting. All my like all the men in my mom's side of the family went by Skipper, Skipper, and yeah, that is so sick. So I kind of nobody's carrying that name down. So I was like, well. I, you know, I first started trying to be an artist back in the day, so I was like, Elliot Smith is just, I can't have anything with Elliot Smith because of they're already established. Elliot Smith. Yeah, Elliot yeah. Smith. But there's no Elliot Skippers. But there's no, Understand yeah, that I know of. I mean, I'm sure there's a few out there. I'm sorry one. if you if you know one, but I haven't met one that <laughs> okay. I could give a shit about. You know, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, so it works. Yeah, so I'm I'm rolling with that, and wow. when I started sailing, that's uh, kind of even Did worked out more. Anybody in your family ever sail? No, see that, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> Nobody in my family, I don't know if it's ever sailed, yeah. <laughs> to be quite honest. Um, Whoa, yeah. The last name yeah. that your mom had. That's like, yeah, pretty crazy. cool. Yeah. So but that yeah, so nobody cool. sailed. I didn't grow up around boats besides like friends' lake boats and stuff in Tampa. But um, that's what we're yeah, yeah. yeah, right. When did you start sailing? Yeah, I started sailing only, what's crazy is like a little over three years ago. Crazy. Yeah, which is wild, and I think that's part of the story. If you die on this race, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I'm going to be pissed. I won't die. I'm going to be so mad. mad. I'm going to write so many letters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sue. I'm going to be so mad. You, you better tighten up, dude. You better pull it together for me, because I'm going to be upset. Oh, God. I'm, I'm going to start going to church. <laughs> better start praying again. This is my year. <laughs> No, this is not my year. I get to 2022. 2022, 2022 <laughs> is the year Tiana's going to church. Oh, yeah. Pray for Elliot. Oh, Roll God knows easy. he needs it. That, so the, yeah, right. this, this race happened, the, the retrofitted race happened in 2018. Yes. Right? That was the first one since 68. How many people wow. made it to the finish, race, fin, finish line for that race? Um, I think five. How many people entered? About... I think 19 got to the start line. Did if anybody I'm correct. die? Nobody died in 2018. Hell to the yes. Where's the wood? Yeah, right. Grandma's yeah. table. Yeah. Grandma's kitchen table. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, nobody died in uh, 2018. So. Wow. What is emergency procedure? Because, yeah, I mean, oh, like, that's, yeah, like, that's well, an extended, you know, extensive question. You don't have you don't have a phone on there, so it's not. I like do. Um, so all the all the safety equipment that you can imagine that we have is required, but it will be sealed. Okay. So if I break the seal, then I'm disqualified. Disqualified. Oh my gosh. DQ'd. I'll just say DQ'd. We'll, um, we'll start that. We'll just we'll cut that out. Uh, um, yeah. If I break it up, break open the seal, then I will be DQ'd. Okay. DQ'd. 
disqualified. disqualified that is. <laughs> Thank you. Too. Disqualified. Um, okay. Yeah. So. Oof. Can't break the seal. Yeah, can't break the seal unless it's an emergency. Yeah. Okay. And in that case, I have satellite phones at my disposal. I have life rafts that you know. A, yeah. Everything you think of, you know, epirbs and all that. It's giving me anxiety. Yeah, it's. Hopefully, I won't ever need to do that though. Nope. But you know, yeah. a lot of people did drop out in the 2018 race, even before they ran into real travel. They just kind of quit, and then a lot of people got demasted in the huh. Southern Ocean, and some were um, pretty serious injuries, and some were fine. What, what made you want to do this race? Like, what have you done any races before, or like, is this? Yeah. Um, what sparked your interest in this? Yeah, I. What sparked my interest in this race? I think it's something. Hold on, let me think about it for a second. Um, well, should I start with like how I started sailing then, or I don't know? Probably just answer the question, right? You could just, I mean, you could say yeah. you started sailing. Yeah. Was it like the history of it, or like, can you okay. talk to, like, yeah. you know a lot about the history of it, or? Yeah, you okay. You know a lot about this race, too. Okay. In the past? No, I didn't. Or, <laughs> okay, yeah, so, yeah, so, um, I got so interested did, in the race. How did you find about, maybe, like, how yeah, did you find out about it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, yeah, I, when I started sailing, I, um, had heard and read all these, like, great novels about, um, different adventures and big races and then I happened upon um Dove which is Robin uh Robin Lee Graham is that his name um, yeah um yeah sorry <laughs> um anyways this yeah no, Dove. yeah there's a lot of Robins in sailing apparently Tom Robbins? No, that's no it's Tom. definitely not Tom Robbins um yeah it's Robin Lee Graham that's his name when you look it up Robin L yeah, Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, and Dove, Robin Lee Graham, he was the youngest sailor at the time, youngest sailor to ever sail around the world solo. Um, he didn't do it nonstop, but he stopped in a lot of wonderful places, fell in love. You know, all these great stories are in it. And I was like, oh man, I want to sail around the world one day. I I need to do that. And it kind of just like fell into my lap, and I started like really dreaming about it. Cool. And I was like dreaming about it with a girl, and then like things didn't work out with her and then I moved to California I was like well I don't know how to sail but a dream is to sail around the world and then I happened upon a job in San Francisco as a first mate and bartender on charter sailboats and that's when things got serious I they taught me everything I know and that was only three and a half years ago and I worked every day for the whole year saved all my money and bought a small boat and I started sailing in the Bahamas and um, just started learning everything on my own through trial and error, a lot of yeah. errors, like a ton of errors. And then when I started sailing solo on that boat, I was like, oh my goodness, this is, I'm supposed to, I think I'm supposed to do this race, or I'm supposed to sail around this world a lot by myself, I think. It's just like the universe kept pushing that onto me and like pushing this path and I was just kept trusting it and everything seemed to like line up. And then eventually um i heard about the race and i knew about it from a couple other books um one being the long way by bernard matissier um that book was super inspiring he was a frenchman who was in the race in 68 wow um 
Cool. Anyways, yeah. And so I heard about it, and I kind of just signed up half-jokingly. You know, I was like, I'm yeah. just going to sign up for the it's race. There's a long waiting list. So there's no way I'm going to get on it. Like, maybe in 2026, they'd do another one, blah, blah. And that was last fall. And then a few months later, I get an email back saying, hey, we opened up more spots in the race, and um, you're up on the waiting list, actually. Whoa. And you, you want to do it. I was all in. I was like, oh, damn it. I have to do this now. Yeah. <laughs> like, It was easy being on the waiting list. Right. You know, it was really cool to say I was on the waiting list at the 2022 Golden Globe. Wow. But now, it was uh, yeah, I decided to, that this race was the perfect, um, maybe not excuse, but um, something that was going to keep me accountable to yeah, that like dream. Yeah, like push you into this. Yeah, yeah. cause you know, like I'm not a big racer. Um, I think you asked a question about that earlier. Like I, I really haven't done many races besides just like yeah. friendly fun races in San Francisco. But um, yeah, most of my sailing experience has been cruising on my boat hmm. and just having fun and you know a lot of spear fishing and hanging out and meeting people but um the racing aspect of it is just something i think that will yeah keep me accountable to sailing around the world god so cool that you live here That's yeah awesome. yeah one and i picked jack yeah. only two americans I, in this race right yeah one of only two americans and and the youngest and you here you're here yeah uh, have you met any other sailors in jacks too yeah there's a few that i've met um some like more serious than others and i've um, getting plugged into a few of the yacht clubs now. And there's a guy in St. Augustine, not Jax, but a guy in Close St. Augustine yeah. um, named Paris. Um, His name is Paris? Yeah. Wow. Um, and he is from New Zealand, and he actually attempted to sail around the world nonstop um, um, three times now. Is this person wow. under the age of, like, 61? No, he's old. Oh. He's very old. He's attempted three times, and every time something's gone wrong. And um, but yeah, so I'm supposed to meet him pretty soon. Um, Supposed to go down. He still lives in St. Augustine, and so has his old boat. And wow. um, I'm yeah. gonna definitely. We should boat? definitely yeah, come down go with Elliot. I know we interview should. Paris. That yeah, so cool. that would be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah interview let's number do it. two with freaking Paris. <laughs> yeah. Second sailor we've met. <laughs> <laughs> Second sailor on the red. <laughs> I'm sweating yeah. just thinking about it. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, that's so sick. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's what you're doing is so cool, and I, it so, is really cool. So as Thanks. far as Somebody who listens to this podcast and like, man, I want to, I want to sponsor that guy. Hmm. I mean, if you, if somebody sponsors you, what happens? Pretty much. Um. Yeah. There's a few different. You got ways. like a package of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a out. package I have um, that's geared towards like bigger uh, companies that want exposure. Um. You know, it's a big race, especially in the sailing community. Um. It's gonna be really well broadcasted and covered. Um. You know, millions and millions of dollars worth of media coverage. Um, and it's a nine-month race, and then the nine months prior, or the year of me preparing for it, also, like, all the advertising. So I can include, like, your logo and that kind of stuff on the boat throughout the race. You know, if you donate a certain amount, then I would help name, or you would be able to help name the boat. So I already have a name picked out for the boat. is rad. Yeah, Jax I'm is rad. Kidding. Yeah. Donates one hundred and fifty dollars. One hundred and fifty stickers. <laughs> 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 what 
150 <laughs> stickers around the freaking There will definitely be a few Jax's Rad stickers on the boat. Yeah. That's for sure. That's there has to be. Sick. Oh, yeah. God, that'd be ugly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried that the boat will end up looking like a NASCAR boat. But that's Dude, okay. It, whatever gets me <laughs> around the world. Yeah, NASCAR. I mean, is come sick. on now. If you gotta like look like something or be like something, I think the closest, coolest thing would be NASCAR. <laughs> but that's just because Daytona runs through my veins. <laughs> you know, nobody should really ask me about that. <laughs> but, I think, but yeah, your sailboat looks anything like Dale. Or no, Junior's boat? Or boat? Is this NASCAR? Maybe his boat, too. Hopefully you get that much money, Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, the more money, the more prepared, I'm assuming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the faster I can get things done. That's, like, the big thing right now is the time crunch. Versus everybody else in the race already. Mostly everybody else has a boat already. um, Have have potential sponsors. Yeah, and are older and maybe a little bit, a lot more prepared and connected in the sailing world than myself. But... That's okay. I'm already super thankful for where I'm at now and the people who've helped so far. I mean, you know, I had zero dollars entering this race and it costs a lot of money just to get where I'm at. And there's several people that have like, you know, been tremendous part of that. And I'm actually, thanks to the kindness of wonderful humans in this world, I'm actually looking at a boat this week for the race. Yes. Um, yeah. Where at? Um, there's one in Virginia, and there's another one down in South Florida cool. that I'm pretty interested in. Um, What's a knee, like, what kind of boat is it? Yeah, so uh, going back to the rules of the race, it would be 32 to 36 feet. It has okay. to be a production Design boat. Designed before 88. Wow. Yeah, so that's pretty limited, and it has to be, like, a full keeled, which just means a really heavy, slow boat. Um, okay. Yeah, and there's... I'm looking at two boats that are in my price range, which is a West Sail 32 and a Gale Force 34. Um, the Gale Force is kind of my top choice right now. Okay. And that's in Virginia. Cool. Cool. Yeah. And, and none of this would be possible without, like, all the Jacks people that have supported me. And also um, a big supporter up north and a friend of mine, Vanya, who has been instrumental with getting this boat. So. Instrumental. But yeah. all the Jax is rad. <laughs> and the Jax is rad. Here. I'm just kidding. And all the Jax is rad. And the stickers that I'm going to be able to is have. Is that your answer why you think Jax is rad? <laughs> the stickers? <laughs> <laughs> why do you think Jax yeah. is rad, Elliot? Why do I think Jax is rad? Um, the community. I think mean, that's pretty easy. Yeah. I mean, I... I moved here in January, and people are already throwing a huge fundraiser for me. That's so cool. And, like, that's unbelievable. That shouldn't happen. That doesn't happen in most places. I I was talking to Kara, uh, Blue Jay Kara, um, the other day, and she was like, you know, so many people go their whole lives, like, looking for friendships like we already have. Like, people that are just going to help people out and, like, love and care for each other the way that we all have that, like, that community. We're so lucky. Like, yeah. you know, I only knew Corey, like, coming in here, basically, and Jax, that, like, I was still friends with here, and Corey and Landon, and then it just exploded from there. Now I'm, like, yeah. surrounded by, like, some of the best people I can imagine, so yeah, yeah. that's what Lucky Jax is rad for me. I mean, yeah, people. and the, I like the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, a couple waves that's or good. two, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever you get. Yeah, well, good. Got yeah. it, well... 
I'm glad you came on Bradcast. Yeah, yeah really thanks for having me. You. Yeah. Really happy you live in the we're, city. Yeah, we're stoked for your sailing adventures. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and there's, if you want to hear me rambling about some of those adventures I already had, they're on my website too. There's cool. a couple other rambling podcasts. Yeah, so, yeah. I'll put your yeah, website and stuff. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for being yeah, here. Thanks, thanks for having being, me. Yeah. Thanks for being at Grandma's house. Yeah, yeah thanks for being at Grandma's house. here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Um, yeah. Wait, I was going to say something else, but I blanked out. This is from your ADD. ADD? AD. ADD, ADHD, ADHD, ADHD host, host, Ansley Randall. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. T has the mic right now. Oh, yeah, T has the whole time. The whole time. We don't have a holder on my Red cats, red cats, red cats, red cats, Love you guys. Thank you.